to the Big Apple School podcast. My name is Ken. My name is Natalia. And today we're going to talk about traveling. It's a great topic for discussion. I totally agree. So, Ken, why do people travel? Well, people travel for different reasons. Of course, it's a way to break away from their daily routine and do something that's different. Yeah, and uh, people need to disconnect from the pressure of being available by phone, email, or social media. Of course, you know they cannot just think about their work all the time or their studies if they are students. Yes, right. And people can visit their friends, their relatives who live in different countries. Yeah. And that's what I do sometimes with my friends who live in Kazakhstan, where you come from. So whenever I go there, I always make sure that you know I meet my friends who I you know spent some time with when I was there for nearly five years. Yeah, right. And also, traveling is more educational than school or universities. Yeah, you can't read in books about uh, different things which you can see in these countries. You can read all you want, all the information, but. It's still a different thing to actually experience it for yourself. For example, if you want to go to uh, the UK, and then you can, of course, research uh, a lot of things about the country. But it's still different when you yourself get to go to the country itself and experience the culture. Yes, right, and it will stay with you for longer time. Yeah. yeah, and it will serve as a good memory. Yes, right. And also, mm, traveling is a good way to find better weather. Yes. Oh my God! Especially here in Russia, in Siberia, where winter is much longer. I'm sure that you know, in winter time, a lot of people would like to go to warmer countries, especially in Southeast Asia, Vietnam, Thailand, because they want to escape from this bitter cold winter. Yes, right. Okay, and um, do you have to be rich to travel the world? You know what? I don't think that traveling is limited to rich people only. Um, especially nowadays, there are many ways by which you can travel, but you don't have to spend a lot of money. Um, one of them, and I'm sure you know our listeners here are familiar with it. We have a program called Couch Surfing. Yes, I've heard about it. So basically, the idea here is that you stay at someone's flat or house for free, um, but they're gonna—you uh, will be provided with a room or maybe just a couch in the living room, and it's of course absolutely free. Yeah. Or you can also avail of what we call work away. It's actually a program that I reg uh, registered in when I stayed in Thailand for 30 days or like, you know, one month. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself at the time, it's so expensive to yeah. stay in a hotel yes, or right. hostel for <laughs> yeah. a whole month. So I registered and subscribed to, you know, this particular website. And uh, what I did was I worked as a volunteer in one hostel where I worked for, you know, five days a week, but only half a day. So what was my job? I welcome guests to the hostel and I did some cleaning work, yeah. uh, but not bad because let me tell you, it was one of the most memorable experiences I've ever had abroad because, you know, staying in a hostel, you get to meet people from all over the world. I still remember meeting um, people from Spain, 
from Japan, from Brazil, and of course, my friends from Poland. So you had a good opportunity. <laughs> yes. And the good thing about it is that, you know, in exchange for that quote-unquote volunteer work, they provide free bed and breakfast. Great. What other uh, tips can you share with them regarding, you know, traveling without having to spend a lot or maybe... Uh, you can use uh, transport, uh, which uh, doesn't cost a lot. Yeah. Right. Uh, also, you can uh, walk a lot yeah, and don't use any transport at all. Yeah. Or um, before your trip, as uh, mentioned earlier, you can also have part-time jobs. Yes, yeah? right. In preparation yeah. for your work, uh, sorry, for your trip so that you have enough money when once you begin your trip. Yeah, right. Uh, what problems can people come across when traveling? You know, that's an interesting question because <laughs> I've traveled to several countries and, well, one of the problems I often have is with taxi drivers. Unfortunately, and by the way, I'm not saying that all taxi drivers are, you know, dishonest, but <laughs> at least in my experience, some of them they try to trick you by uh, driving you to a different route so that to get more money from you. <laughs> exactly. And sometimes, it, you know, it shocks me when I look at the taxi meter and it's like, oh my God, this is too much. And then sometimes I would ask the driver, are we in the right route? And, you know, they would just brush it off and say, no, no, this is another one. But, yes. you know, it's like, ah, taxi drivers. Not all of them, <laughs> not all of them. So just to be clear with that. Yeah. Uh, what about um, the problems that you can get lost? Well, I've had some experience of getting lost because <laughs> I'm not so good at using, you know, navigation apps. Um, but I wonder, have you ever got lost traveling somewhere or abroad? No, no. Uh, I, I used uh, offline map. Ah, and it, it was okay. I guess, you know, because you're an organized traveler, <laughs> you, you plan ahead of time. Unlike me, I, I, just, I just have a rough idea of what I want to do, <laughs> but I don't really write it down or I'm not very systematic with everything. No, I plan my uh, journey very carefully. Now, what other problems do you think uh, people might have when they travel? Uh, if you travel to another country and uh, you can't speak their language. <laughs> oh my God, language barrier. <laughs> yes, right. Before I share with you my experience, have you ever had any problems with the language, local language in any of the places you've been to? Uh, no, um, I have been to Germany and uh, the Czech Republic and uh, I spoke English there. What about the local people? I mean, how's their English level? Mm, they speak English, so it was okay. Lucky you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should go to countries where English is hardly spoken, and then let's test your ability <laughs> how to work out, you know, language barrier. So, yeah. are you telling us then that you've never had any language barrier or any sort of problems no. with, with language? Yeah? No, no, no. Okay. What about you? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Tell um, us about your experience. One particular experience that I remember was in 
Indonesia. Um, I wanted to buy a pair of sandals, but then again, I didn't know how to, you know, say it in their language, which which is Bahasa Indonesian. The problem also is that not a lot of people in Indonesia can actually speak English, and so I had to use my hands um, and just point like, uh, I want this, and then I, you know, I I wanted to know the the price, so I just said. Mm-hmm. How much? And then I showed them the uh, calculator yeah. on my phone, so that you know he'd understand that I was asking for the price. And he, well, he just wrote the price that I had to pay. Yeah. And do you think that it's necessary to uh, learn some phrases, some words from local language? Well, I don't think it's very necessary, but it would be nice to learn, you know, at least some basic phrases because by doing so you are showing courtesy or like mm-hmm. respect to yeah. the people uh, yeah. of that country. Besides that, um, by learning some basic phrases, you make those people uh, feel good about you. So they tend to warm up to you because, wow, you know, to their mind, they'll think that, wow, he exerted some effort to really, you know, learn some phrases in my language. And therefore it makes them friendlier towards you. Yeah, right. Okay. By the way, did you try to learn any basic phrases when you were abroad? Uh, yeah, uh, when I uh, was in the Czech Republic, um, I learned some uh, phrases, but now I don't remember them. <laughs> oh, but you took the effort to read. Yes, of course. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. What about in Germany? Because you you said that you've been to Germany. No, in Germany I didn't try to learn uh, any words mm-hmm. because I was uh, in the conference mm. and uh, there were a lot of people in mm. our group and <laughs> I don't, I didn't need to communicate with other people. Mm. Got it. Yeah. Uh, what means of transport do you prefer for traveling? You know, that's an easy question. Of course, the plane, it's the fastest. Um, However, as much as I appreciate it, you know, because of its speed, the problem these days is that um, I'm starting to hate it. Why? It's because of the very limited space. Don't you feel uncomfortable? Like when you sit on the plane, especially when you are in the middle seat, Yes. Oh right. God, your movements are restricted. You are not able to sleep well. <sighs> I, I just hate the feeling. Yeah, I have the problem. I can't sleep on planes. So what do you do then when you can't sleep? Uh, I just try to watch TV, to watch films. Yeah, maybe I'll read something. That must be... Um, Well, uncomfortable. Yes, of course, but... <laughs> you feel very sleepy, but you just, for some reason, you just can't. Yeah. And, you know, the thing about planes is that um, you're also limited with the opportunity to stand up, to go to the toilet, even the aisle itself. It's not like, a, you know, very spacious that you can run around or just, you know, stand up and walk whenever you want to. It's not, this is not a ship. This is not a train that you know, gives you the opportunity to somehow go to other, you know, parts of the, um, of the vehicle. For for the plane, it's, yeah, really, it's very restrictive. Yes, right. Do you remember your longest uh, journey on the plane? Um, I think 
<laughs> that was in actually uh, I was supposed to go back to the Philippines from Almaty Kazakhstan but it took me two days because my previous director she made a mistake she bought a ticket that only ended in Malaysia oh so in total so I, I, I told her I am not from Malaysia I'm going back to the Philippines yeah. <laughs> why do I have a ticket only for Malaysia and then so you know she had to buy a new one but then again even the uh, the ticket from Almaty to um, uh, Kuala Lumpur mm-hmm. it had a connecting flight so I had to stop over at um, Abu Dhabi mm-hmm. so I had to spend some time there before I catch my next uh, yeah. you know flight airport, yeah. yeah and then Oh God, in total, including the waiting time for the connecting flights, two days. Yeah. <laughs> That was so, I was so mad, to be honest with you. <laughs> I was just so mad. Imagine not sleeping for two days. Yeah. That is, oh God, It's very it was tiring. terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, and uh, how do you feel uh, when the plane is taken off and landing? I used to be very scared when I was young because um, as a kid, I used to be afraid of uh, heights. Mm-hmm. So, um, and w- whenever we flew, um, I wouldn't want to sit next to the window because I, I didn't want to see, you know, going up and then I would understand how far we are from land. Mm-hmm. So it always scared me. Mm-hmm. But um, nowadays, little by little, uh, I've been trying to overcome this fear. And yeah. so... Um, <laughs> Now, I try to um, get a seat next to the window, or mm-hmm. uh, of course, window seat, and just hold on to my seat tightly <laughs> as I watch out of the window mm-hmm. and telling myself, it's okay, the plane is not going to crash, everything's yes. going to be all right. <laughs> so, but it took a while. Mm-hmm. But at least now I can proudly say that I can do it. And I, I'd like to believe that I'm not as scared anymore as before. Yeah. But to be honest, I love these moments. You love? Uh, yeah, when plane uh, takes off, it means that your journey starts. Oh my God. <laughs> How I wish I could, you know, also think like that. Uh, so it, it's uh, the way to calm down, yeah? Right. And um, it helps. So try to think the same way. So in other words, you're telling us you you've never been scared of no. flying, yeah, no. taking off or landing. No. You don't It's have not a problem. <laughs> you're not as pessimistic as I am because you know, um, the funny thing is, as much as I am scared of, you know, landing and taking off, but I've been watching a lot of air crash documentaries. <laughs> and the last time I flew when I went to uh, Moscow, mm-hmm. God I imagined in my mind, oh my God, this plane is going to crash. What am I going to do? And then all those, um, you know, videos that I saw, <laughs> it, it, it was almost like a flashback because I would see vivid details of the planes, you know, crashing, yeah. breaking apart, mid-air. Wow, everything is in your head. Yeah. I know. It's too crazy of me to be watching those, you know, documentaries when... Yes. I'm actually a bit scared of flying. Yeah, right. Okay, and let's talk about luggage. Uh, how much luggage do you usually carry? You know, um, as time goes by, I realize that it would be more convenient if you just travel with 
you know, not a lot of things. As much as possible, maybe just one luggage, a carry-on bag, or, you know, in my case, a backpack, and making mm-hmm. sure that everything that I need is there. I don't need to... I, I used to take with me... Um, one huge camera. Mm-hmm. But then again, I thought to myself, anyway, I have a very good phone and the re- resolution itself is high enough for me to take, you know, great photos. So for yeah. me, that's enough. Yeah, right. And what are some things you always take with you on a trip? Well, as I've said, just my smartphone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and of course, some uh, clothing items. The basic ones are jeans, uh, maybe a pair or two pairs of shoes or sneakers um what else mostly t-shirts um i don't take with me toiletries because mm-hmm. anyway they are provided in yes. the hotel or hostel mm-hmm. um my power bank which is very important <laughs> um and my vitamins and food supplements because okay. you know i tend to become paranoid when i don't take at least uh, you know one tablet mm-hmm. i feel like my day is not complete yeah very important for you. What about you? What do you take with you? I always take uh, with me a hairdryer and an umbrella. Uh, have you ever experienced going to, say, for example, one country and, and then it rained? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it <Okay. was. laughs> so it, it paid off to, to bring with you an umbrella. Yeah. And uh, how long does it take you to pack your bag? Um... Before, you know, I would take a lot of time because I was uh, I wasn't unsure. Sorry, I wasn't sure of which items to take with me, and then um, I wasn't very organized because I would just you know, okay, maybe I'll need this or that without really thinking if they are necessary or not. So I, I always make a list of all things which I need to take, and then maybe uh, after some thinking, you cross out. <laughs> those things which you don't need. You do it so systematically. It's almost <laughs> like preparing for a lesson. Like a classroom, you know, lesson. Yeah. But, right. uh, of course, uh, we wonder, apart from the uh, hair dryer, what else? Um, umbrella. Umbrella. What, are, what other things do you take with you? The usual things which all uh, women need. <laughs> oh, okay. All, you know, women essential. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. So, how many bags or luggage do you take with you? Uh, I try to take only one bag, mm-hmm. but it will be full-packed. <laughs> oh, and I can just imagine it must be heavy, yeah? Yeah, right. Okay. But um, when you travel, uh, I'm just curious, do you travel alone mostly or with company? No, with a company, yeah. I travel with my uh, son or with my friends. Not alone. Mm. So you've never traveled alone? Yeah, no. Would you ever consider traveling alone? Um, no. Why not? Uh, I have never thought about it. <laughs> okay, <But laughs> it's do, a good idea. Do think, Maybe. Do you think you would manage if you were to travel alone? Uh, or would you be worried? Be. I will try mm-hmm. in the future. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope so. Because, you know, at least once, you know, just for experience, just to yeah. see how or what it feels like to travel by yourself. Yeah, okay. Right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, have you ever met anyone interesting when traveling? 
well. Uh, mostly I travel alone, but you know, uh, I'd like to share one uh, experience of mine. It happened recently. There was uh, my last trip was in Israel, in Tel Aviv, and uh, to be honest, when I went there, I was kind of um, not necessarily lonely, but it just you know felt what um, I felt like something was missing because I couldn't speak to anyone, discuss mm-hmm. certain things. Is it okay for you to uh, start conversation with a stranger? Well, I'm not. I'm not a very shy person. I can e- easily start a conversation, which I did. Speaking of which, when when I was there in mm-hmm. in Israel, I met this guy because um, at first I wanted to know the name of the river, so I approached one man because I thought he was a local, and then he, you know, he he told me, uh, "No, I'm also a foreigner. I'm I'm mm-hmm. a tourist." Oh oh, I'm so sorry. Where are you from? And then he said that he's from Hanover, Germany, and uh, the interesting thing is that. Um, from then on, we traveled together, and I was so thankful because yeah. finally, I had a photographer. <laughs> I didn't have to ask strangers in the street to yeah. take my photo, and I had somebody to talk with. Mm-hmm. Yes, great. And do you keep in touch? To this day, I am happy to say that we still, you know, keep in touch. In fact, almost every day on WhatsApp. And he wants to come here to Russia, really? by the way. Yeah, uh-huh. I always refer to Russia as Mother Russia. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because he, every time he talks about Russia, he always tells me, Oh, Ken, I want to visit you. Oh, uh, I want to visit Mother Russia in mm-hmm. December. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So you see, I, I've also promoted Russia and now he's keen on coming here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And Great. I hope he'll be able to. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Uh... Wait, wait. I want to uh-huh. ask you too. What about you? Um, is it easy for you to, what, to talk to strangers? For example, when you travel. Um, actually, I um, usually don't talk to strangers. Uh, but if it is necessary, mm-hmm. I can. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I guess part of the reason is that you're well organized. So you already have the list of activities and making friends with local people (laughs) is not part of the agenda. Yeah, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, What do you think of hitchhiking? Have you ever tried? Oh my God. You know, hitchhiking for me is... Okay, I do understand why people do that because they don't have any car, for example, so they don't have a means to travel. Um, As much as I understand that, but... Hitchhiking, especially if we talk about you know some Western countries, yeah. surprisingly, in Russia it's not very popular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, for example, in the U.S. or mm-hmm. Canada, because yeah. I've been watching a lot of documentaries, um, people have been killed. Mm. Um, so it's very I, I, I don't wish to say this, but the truth is, some of them, for example, most of them are women. They are mm-hmm. sexually assaulted and then, yeah, killed. And then yeah. their their bodies are just left in some you wow. know uh, <laughs> remote areas, and I don't know. Um, I guess you know their respective governments should do something to address this problem because really um, you have to. Well, later after the show, <laughs> I'm gonna give you some links <laughs> to to understand better the the problem of hitchhiking and you know um, the deaths that are related to this because. Yeah. Um, maybe it's, uh, I don't know, 
so you said that it's not popular here, yeah. right? But do people do this? In Russia, I think no. Mm-hmm. So it's not something that most people do, yeah? yeah. Okay, because even in my country, in the Philippines, mm-hmm. we I, I don't think... Wait, do we do that? Maybe <laughs> in some remote places, but I don't think it's a very common thing mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. Uh, do you know any um, good apps for travel? Um, I only know some apps to, to get a taxi, <laughs> grab, or uh, what else? Um, well, Yandex Taxi here in Russia, or Uber. Oh, I, I know one. It's, um, is that TripAdvisor? No, no, no. I mean, okay. I, I just, the thing is, I don't, I hardly use apps. I just, you know, believe in my instincts <laughs> like okay i'm gonna go to this place to that place and just ask people around yeah. do you know any apps that will help travelers uh, no <laughs> okay. okay so we're useless let's move on to the next one <laughs> yeah. okay sorry guys no nothing to you know to recommend you <laughs> yes exactly so uh how many countries have you visited um not a lot In total, at the moment, I have been to seven countries. Most of them are in Southeast Asia, so neighbors of the Philippines, such as Vietnam, Thailand, Indonesia. Um, Vietnam, Thailand, Indonesia, what else? What's the other country? <laughs> okay, I, I forgot the other one. And then Kazakhstan? I've, and then I've been to Kazakhstan oh. in, of course, Central Asia, here in Russia, and then the last one was in Israel. Mm-hmm. What about yeah. you? Um... I have been uh, only to Germany and uh, the Czech Republic and and Russia because I'm from Kazakhstan right. <laughs> and that's all. And um, I have never been to Asian countries mm-hmm. and it was my dream and uh, I have planned to visit Turkey mm-hmm. in May, but... Well, because of the coronavirus, <laughs> yes, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe in the future. Now, um, speaking of Asian countries, so if you were to travel there, uh, which countries would you be interested to visit? Uh, I think Turkey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what about somewhere in the east? Um, <laughs> It's like I'm promoting, you know, Southeast Asian <laughs> countries. Okay, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Not Thailand, Philippines maybe, but... I don't know, but it's... Uh, a lot of people love Thailand. Exactly. They uh, told different uh, stories right. that uh, it's a very beautiful country and for relaxing. Uh, but maybe it will be the second country after oh. Turkey. <laughs> so, okay, besides Turkey, um, what other countries would you like to visit? Uh, I would like to visit uh, Italy. Why Italy? Uh, it's a um, uh, capital of uh, fashion. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. right. <laughs> And uh, it's a beautiful country, I think. Absolutely. And they have a lot of places there that are worth visiting. Yes. Naples, Venice, mm-hmm. Milan. Yes, right. Okay. And what country would you like to visit? Well, um, I'm also looking forward to going to Europe. Uh, specifically in Western Europe, namely France, Germany, Spain, and what else? 
okay, at least those three countries. Why mm-hmm. France? Because um, you know, as a young boy, when I was uh, back in the Philippines, I always wanted to go to Paris. Yeah. I, I know it sounds very <laughs> cliche, but I want to yeah. see the Eiffel Tower. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to hear French language from French people because that's yes, one of the languages right. that, you know, I wanted to, you know, study w- when I was at university. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, when I was, uh, well, at university, I was choosing among three languages: Japanese, Korean, and French. Mm-hmm. Um, French because I, I like the way the, you know, yeah. the, the language sounds. Is it an easy uh, language to learn? Um, to be honest with you, I don't know because I didn't really choose it because I ended up, you know, studying Japanese oh. because at the time it was more practical for me to learn it because my mom, basically, you know, my half sister, my stepdad, they they live in Japan, and so I thought I have better chances to use the language, unlike French. Um, to be honest with you, I don't have any friends from France, so mm-hmm. I, I don't, you know, I, I thought. So what am I gonna use it for? <laughs> so, and then Germany because I want to visit my friend Daniel. I just want to see it for myself. And uh, anyway, Germany is, is also rich in history. I'd like to see, you know, what they have to offer. Yes, right. And then Spain. Um, okay, I'm gonna sound cliche, you know, cliche mm-hmm. again. I want to go to Barcelona. I want to see um, how do you call this church? This historic old church, I forgot that. Um, okay, but I'm sure our listeners know that. Um, any other countries, by the way, besides Italy? Um, yeah, France. Mm-hmm. Viva la France. Yes, right. Okay, and um, do you think that it's possible to visit all countries in the world? Um, I'm not saying it, it is impossible, but it would be very difficult. Because you will need, let's be honest, you will need money for that. Yes, right. It's not of just course. money; you will need time as well. So, um, I think it's possible, but <laughs> you need some funding. <laughs> yes, right. you need resources for that. Mm-hmm. And also, it depends uh, on uh, a person's goal. Absolutely. Yes, and uh, maybe it's important uh, quantity. Right. <laughs> Or quality. For me, it's more of quality. Yes, right. Well, I guess that's all the time that we have for today's podcast. This has been a Big Apple School podcast. Thanks for listening to our topic today, which is about traveling. So, see you again. Goodbye. See you next time.